Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboy, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's Weeks is already making a lot of noise over there, causing a lot of problems, a lot of static. I don't know what he's doing, uh, but it is Thursday, March 30th, 2017, and uh, you're checking in with your smoking nephew blazing right backstage, and I would like to welcome the shot to my battery and wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan Weeks, how are you, mate? Good man, how you doing, man? Yeah, man, 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 I don't know, man. I'm feeling a certain way. Just uh, it's it's been a long week, man. What about you, man? Hell yeah, man. This week has been terrible. It's been going so slowly. Oh my god, today went quickly, but the the rest of the week was awful, awful, awful. I'm hoping this weekend quickly. Tomorrow better go quick as hell. Otherwise, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I might just pull out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you sound. You sounded like Catherine Hepburn just now. You're like, you're like, I don't know, man. I, I, I hope this week it ends it quickly. I, I, I don't know. I don't know, mate. I don't know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's the thing is that Fridays are always super, 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 super fucking long. Yes. Yes. I agree with you. I don't know what it is about time, but uh, when you want to get out, it, it's awful and it takes forever and you're too slow. And Fridays need to speed up. We need to have a two day work week. Come on. Yeah. When's, when's yeah. going to happen? When are you going to make this happen, man? Uh, that's, uh, I'm afraid it's out of my control, but I think that the whole thing um, with. Uh, you know, always wishing that we're that it were. Isn't it weird how we're always told life is short and you know you're only given so many days on this earth and blah blah blah. And we spend so much time wishing that we were in the future. We spend so much time wishing that it were not. It was not today and that it was another day. Yeah, there's a there's a problem there. Is there not a problem there? So there definitely is a problem there. I mean, you raise a good point. I mean. We're living in the future and we're wasting the, the present here, you know, doing all these kind of things we don't want to do. Yeah. It's funny because, uh, you know, I think Utah some, or some town in Utah, didn't they switch like a four-day week and it didn't work out for some reason. I don't know what it was, but they switched mm. back. Uh, they, they just determined that it didn't work for some reason. I, I think 
I don't know, man. I think we should do this. And I, I think we should get rid of a lot of things, like daylight saving time and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it just, just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so you want it to be darker? You want it to stay darker later? Yes. Wait. I don't know if that made any sense. See, it doesn't It doesn't make any sense. I guess you're right. Proved your point. Um <laughs> But you know, uh, you know what? It, it occurs to me that uh, one of my friends who uh, never uh, has really worked a kind of a forty-hour-a-day, I mean, a week uh, job. Um, you, you know, Bryce Paco, Paco always says like uh, he always said, I, I don't get the forty-hour-a-week thing. I don't, you know, why? Why are we meant to? I don't think that humans are meant to work that much. Blah blah blah. And then he has always, he's pretty much always wound up doing kind of his own thing. And now they opened up this gelato shop, and he's basically working 24 uh, seven. It's you know it's been an impressive way to make a living, uh, but at the same time he keeps on uh, uh, asking if I want to open a gelato shop in in New York for his, <laughs> for his company. And I just want you to tell me what you think that would look like. Well, I mean, it depends on where. Are you talking about New York, or are you talking about, you know, Colorado? New York. New York. No, they they have enough in Colorado. They want to open one in, like, San Francisco. And they, but anyway, they're talking about the New York one. Shit, man, do it. I, I think it would be incredible. First of all, it's, it's, I think any opportunity to run your own business is great. You know, it's always a huge risk. But I think it's great, uh, especially when you kind of partners with your own friends. And, um... I, I think it's a great idea. I think you run a great gelato shop. I think uh, you might do such a good job. You might give a Paco a run for his own money there. I think that, that that's a phenomenal idea. I really, I think gelato. Yeah, I, I think you got to know your product. I, I don't, I don't know anything about gelato, so I, I, I don't know anything about the market in your city for it as a competition. But I think uh, I think that would be a great idea. Seriously, the fact that you so think. Good. The fact that you think me opening and running a gelato shop uh, is a good idea makes me question everything you've ever said to me. <laughs> Listen, man, you know, I read a great article about uh, the franchises, and it was just talking about, like, um, what is it, uh, Chick-fil-A, and running a Chick-fil-A and how much money you make eventually as a manager. It's almost as much as, like, uh, you know, a lawyer would make, you know, in, in the same amount of time. And it was actually comparing the two careers and how how much happier you are running your own business. And even though you're probably working hard or just as hard or harder than an attorney, um, you know, you're, you'll probably be happier, I, I think. I would. I, I'd be happier doing my own thing without someone telling me what to do all the time. Damn it. So if, if Bryce... <laughs> So what what if I say yeah I don't want to do it but John Weeks will do it uh, so you'll do it then? Oh God I don't think I would do really <laughs> gelato shop I would be I would be awful I mean imagine me serving gelato or, or helping out in the gelato shop it would be terrible it would be a bad idea you know um, it would be bad I, I think I could do burgers you know I, <laughs> gelato is just too too good. I mean, it, it, gelato is like really sophisticated. It's just, I, I don't know much much about it. Oh you know my what? god, that's another thing. 
I have no, I have no love, no affinity for gelato. I don't know, you know, I, I don't understand. Uh, okay, so. Um, you, know, you know what I can see? I can see you running what? a record shop, you know, like a, like an old school style record shop. <laughs> I can see you doing that. No good. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm picturing me as an old old guy with like a gray long hair with a bald head and the and a, a long gray beard wearing a flannel shirt and a, like a Leonard Skinner black concert t-shirt underneath green pants and um ha- happy socks with sandals yeah I actually that was the exact image I was thinking of as well green pants especially yeah uh, but- <laughs> I can see you doing that though. Seriously, I but you know, I feel, I feel like if I were to run a gelato shop, there would be like flies and roaches all over the place and rats, <laughs> and, and there would definitely be feces in the in the gelato. I don't know which I don't know which flavor it would go in. The the most uh, common one would be chocolate, so I'd want to kind of disguise it in a kind of a pistachio <laughs> or something. <laughs> and then yeah, it would just be me flipping out all day, stressed out of my mind. <laughs> I would be at that gelato shop every day, all day. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing. I, I want to see this happen immediately. We're going to open one up just for you. You're not going to even know about it. That's what's going to happen. Well, speaking of <laughs> of these people, so this is my friend uh, Bryce from uh, – we met in Los Angeles. Uh, uh, John Weeks also met him in L.A., and he has since uh, uh, married um, uh, a woman from Italy, and they moved back to his native Colorado, and uh, – and so my friend Jackie and her wife Kim and their baby, uh, uh, were we were Jackie and Bryce and I were coordinating a trip via group text message where um, you know Jackie and I visit Bryce at the same time, and uh, mm-hmm. of course of course the the wives will be there, the children will be there. So um, what happened yesterday was. I booked, so I figured, let me, so, so we agreed to go on from Thursday to Sunday in June, and I said, let me book, uh, I'll, I'll book a flight for Wednesday night, so I get the travel over with, so I don't, you know, have to get up early on Thursday morning and go through the hassle of that and stuff, and so I, so I booked a flight for Wednesday night, gets in at 1 a.m. in Denver, and then from there, I'll probably, uh, you know, I'll get, I'll pick up the rental car and then stay in a, a hotel for that night um, or morning and uh, then head to Bryce's uh, the next day. So, so Jackie sent the itinerary, uh, the flight itinerary to me and Bryce, and then I sent mine. And then I realized, oh shit, there's an extra day there that we didn't agree on because of the whole Wednesday thing. So I said, oh yeah, I'm just going to stay in a hotel the first night. And then he says, you are out of your mind, man. And I said, what's, what's the issue? And I thought that maybe he would have said something hospitably like, uh, like, 
don't stay in a hotel. Come, you know, come no matter what time or something like that. But but that's not what he said. He said, you're going to be Johnny exhausted, exclamation point. And I think that I would be far more exhausted if I, you know, if I went to work, then I go home, then I sleep then I wake up, then I go, then I get on the plane on the Thursday, and then, you know, half the day's gone already. I mean, I think that this is the least exhausting right. way to do it. Fly out Wednesday night, get there, you know, Wednesday night, early Thursday morning, and uh, just do some hood rat shit, and, uh, and, and then, I mean, what do you think about that? I, I think all the running around is, is nonsense. And going to work and uh, getting yeah. yourself totally exhausted, much worse. I'd rather take the, and and then uh, I'd rather do the day where you do the travel, get that done with, and then you're you staying over and you're doing you know you're yeah. out and doing good rap stuff. But uh, right. the work is just insane. Don't do that. It's a bad idea because I've done that. I, I thought, oh, I'll be okay. Nah, man, it'll ruin your whole trip. It'll ruin your whole time. Not nah, terrible idea. Wait, um, what would ruin my whole? Wait, what would ruin my whole trip? If you do try to do the work stuff and, you know, and then you go at that point, you know, I might just take a day off and go to go. No, go listen, the, 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 listen, the work thing wouldn't change. The, the, I, I, you know, I took Thursday and Friday off, so still right. I would have, you know, it, I still have the same amount of work off. It's just that I'm thinking I would rather go after work on Wednesday to the airport and fucking fly there rather do that than I would want to go back to Brooklyn, go to sleep, wake up again, and then fly. It just seems right. ludicrous. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I agree with that, too. That's how I do it. I, uh, I go directly from work, you know, versus the, yeah. you know, doing the whole thing, the, the following day, because it's just, you're already exhausted that day anyway from work, so you might as well just right. use the rest of your energy to just get it done and out of the way. Yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. And I found a, a, just a delicious deal of a flight, a uh, round trip flight. It was like $251 uh, round trip. Um, yeah, wonderful. And uh, it was through Priceline. Um, the, uh, uh, okay, so that's the first problem with these people. And I told, and I told Bryce, oh, you're already stressing me out. And he liked that message. Um, and then... <laughs> Uh, and we had already talked about the fact that I'm going to be stressed out of my mind because of all the goddamn kids all around all the time. So there's that. So anyway, uh, we're um, for – so I said I'm getting there Wednesday night. Then we go through all that shit, and you're out of your mind, and I said no, and blah, 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 blah. And then Jackie says, so how is it going to work? Should we rent a car, pick you up at the hotel in Denver, and I'll drive to Boulder? And I said, you are out of your mind if you don't think I'm running a car as soon as I get there. But then uh, then Bryce said, Ryan, which I didn't like he called me my government name. I didn't like that. But he said, Ryan, you should Uber. Ryan, you should Uber. Uh, Jackie and Kim, you should get a car because of all the, the baby stuff that you need. And uh, and And that, like, totally – killed my vibe man like I, I i i said i said renting a car when i go away on vacation it's one of the few joys i have in life let me have this 
So <laughs> we're going to have, you know, too many cars, but uh, because there'll be Jackie's car, there'll be Bryce's car, there'll be my rental car. But I want to be able to get to the airport, get the car, go stay where I'm staying, and then drive to Bryce the next day. I don't want to be dealing with – I don't want to – I don't want to have to rely on the schedules of babies. So doesn't it – do you think that by default, as the only single childless person, doesn't that just guarantee me the right to reserve my own vehicle? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is like many, many – there's many reasons why you want to do that. Because you – first of all, yeah, that, that title entitles you to – Get your own vehicle in the first place. Secondly, you want your own peace of mind, and you know you you want to make it kind of a like a, a course, a vacation for yourself. So yeah, I would right. go out and get your own car, and have that kind of sense of mind, you know, peace of mind and freedom. And then yeah, um, yeah especially when there's kids, especially when there's kids involved. Yeah, definitely. And then <laughs> um, oh heck yeah, you know I I don't know I, I I don't know why they're trying to control everything about this. It's like uh, oh my god, oh my. Oh my god, I am I am so happy you said that because in the text messages yesterday I said to Bryce, you I said, You're not letting me vacation, man. You don't need to control right. everything. I said you don't need to control everything yeah. with three exclamation points and then he said, Ha 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 Um It's your world, you can rent four cars if you want. But I know he's just he's trying to control everything, man. Yeah, yeah, this sounds like, uh, this sounds ridiculous. He can't control it. What are you going to do? You can't control where you go, what you do, uh, what you, how you breathe. This is ridiculous. He's a, and you know, uh, you know, uh, what's, you what's know going what, on with this guy? You know what's going to happen is, is, so then I rent a car, so I have the peace of mind, think that I can escape, that I'm not trapped, but I guarantee you, that motherfucker, he's not going to yeah. make me some, he's not going to make spare keys. So I'm still going to kind of be trapped. You know what I mean? I'm going to be trapped out of the, the house or, or whatever. So I have a fe- I have yeah. a bad feeling. I have a bad feeling all around. Oh. Some way, somehow, I think he's going to try to make you uh, – uh, he's going to control you somehow. So this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, who needs that? That's not a vacation. That's like a present. That's why I don't hang out with anybody anymore. I don't – I can't do it anymore. Everybody wants to dictate what you do, and uh, you know, even down to the beer you drink sometimes. It's ridiculous. It's just like, uh, come on now, can't we all be individuals and do what we want? Well, tell me about this. What what happened with the beer? Oh no, it's just like my friends are so beer snobbish that you know, if I want to get a Budweiser, you know, uh, you know, it's crappy beer. But uh, then because all of these beer snobs now, because they're older and they, they have more refined taste, uh, they get very judgy. So it's just like uh, just get it because I get a Budweiser, all of a sudden I don't know what, what I, anything about beer. But it's just getting ridiculous. You know, small things like that. It's just, it's just like I think as we get older, actually, I think uh, my friends at least um, they just get very judgy and uh, very picky, and it's not like it used to be, man. It's not like uh, when it's individualism with more prized, I think, versus, uh, you know, groupthink now. We're all a bunch of groupthink, and everyone wants to control each other. And, you know, it's probably because of the professional world, uh, and that kind of leaks over. But, uh, mm-hmm. man, be yourself. Get that damn car. 
Drive around. <laughs> yeah, man. Like people, the, see, they they also you have to consider they don't understand what it's like to live in New York because they've never lived in New York and they don't know that. When uh, a New Yorker gets to drive a car, it is a rare occasion, and it's something to which I look forward. You know, that's, I mean, frankly, it's like the only thing I'm looking forward to on this trip was renting the goddamn car. So they're trying to take that <laughs> shit away from me, too. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 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 the, the, the other thing is that the rental cars outside of New York City are so cheap. Like this, the in Colorado, you get a car for twenty-four bucks a day or something, you know, which is great. I think oh, wow. last time, it, I think last time it was only like twelve bucks a day, which I mean was obviously way better. But but this time it's still cheap compared to the prices in New York. So um, it's not even like a big deal in terms of the money or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather have peace of mind than save a couple bucks and right. then be at the at the whim have to act at the whim of all these babies there's gonna be three babies around i don't know uh you know i i look forward to meeting penelope i look forward to meeting um um what's her name adelina and <laughs> pierre and piero i've met before and he's like uh old now because when piero turned two he looked like he was five so i you know he's he's old now uh but he's going to be talking this time, which I'm, I, you know, I'd never met him when he's talking before, so that'll be strange. Uh, and it, so it's going to be me, Bryce, Julia, uh, Piero, Penelope, their cat, and then Jackie, Kim, and Adelina, who is a baby, 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 uh, with the explosive, explosive pooping and shit. <laughs> Mate, this is not much of a vacation. I'm out here. <laughs> My advice is get that car and just keep on driving. Keep on driving until the wheels fall off. So don't, go, don't even go near this baby. Get away. Drive drive away. Drive away. Get out of there. Where do you think where do you think I would wind up? So say I pick up the rental car at the Denver airport where and I, and then I just decide I'm gonna keep driving. Where would I wind up? Ooh, you? Yeah. Oh man. Probably North Dakota. I don't know why. That's popped up in my head. Isn't that that's going in the other direction? You know yeah. what? I think you should go on a road trip across America. I think that would be the best show book ever written or recorded. If you went on a road trip across America, I think that would be incredible. I feel like so all it would all it would be is stories of dudes I hook up with on Grinder across the way. <laughs> that in itself would be incredible, though. I think I think it would be hilarious. I think you, it would be really funny. <laughs> See, I think that if I think that if I decided to keep driving after picking up the car in Denver, I think I would wind up in the ocean, <laughs> or like drive off a cliff in the Rockies. Yeah, that's what I would do. Like something I would do. <laughs> and and I told them, um, like I told Bryce that I was basically suicidal after a weekend with those three-year-old twins a couple weeks ago, um, which, which which I mean in the nicest possible way, um, because uh, because I love them and I love the family and they're amazing and the kids are amazing, 
Um, but it was just very loud and there was lots of vomit and, uh, and it was like, uh, I was so happy able to leave, you know, I, I, those, my friends, they can't leave that. So, so I was a little suicidal, but then, uh, and Bryce knows that. And then, uh, and and then he said something like, you're going to be a wreck after like, you know, this is going to be like so stressful for you. And I said, uh, I said, yeah. And, uh, uh, so they already know that I'll be stressed out. It's weird, man. Last time. There was one child, Piero, and Kim and Jackie didn't have a baby, and Bryce didn't have the second baby. So, like, Kim and Jackie and I, we left one night to go to a, a gay bar in Denver, and, like, we danced, and it was fun and stuff. And I'm just wondering this time if there's – I feel like there's not going to be, like, any of that. It's going to be all child-centric, which is going to uh, make me upset. Yeah, you know, um, I, I get this, this- – Try to try to you know get away from that if you can. I don't know if that's possible uh, to have some kind of long time, some fun time without the children. Uh, See, got to have that same okay. issue. Yeah, yeah, you got to do good rat stuff first of all. Yeah, you know, so I I, I always get that, that problem when when I see my sister now. So you know she has a you know I she, she you know I've had a nephew and so she has two kids now. She has a yeah. uh, young daughter and. Uh, it's all about the kids. They ruin everything. So when I go over there for, like, dinner, you know, my nephew's, like, knocking over his milk. He's playing with his uh, toys. He wants to go play constantly. He wants to, like, say, oh, I, I never really brought this up. He's on, I don't know where he learned this from, but I think he's going to preschool or whatnot. And uh, he's stabbing people. So he comes over and he stabs me. <laughs> uh, with, with a knife? Yeah, yeah, he'll take like a little plastic knife and he'll go around stabbing people. He'll be, he'll act like a cop and then he'll stab. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? It's insane. It's insane. He's he's just like you're under arrest. You know, I'll say it like you're kidding. You understand what he's saying? Quite frankly, he usually sounds like a real drunk cop. But then uh, he'll, he'll, he'll stab you in the he'll stab you in the thigh and then he'll take me to go get arrested. And he'll put me in the police car, which is the couch. And, uh, you know, he'll, it's just ridiculous. And, you know, meanwhile, my sister and I are, were having a conversation we completely forgot about. I don't think we talked one word. You know, the kids <laughs> dominated everything. It's just, it's kind of sad in a way, but it's just like, uh, you know, I guess it is what it is with kids. The kids, kids, are, kids are terrible. Terrible. They're like little demons. <laughs> and,. And is he seeing a lot of cops walking around with knives going up and stabbing people? I don't, I don't see cops uh, carrying knives very often, and I certainly don't see them going stabbing random people, maybe shooting. Apparently he's picking up a lot of bad habits from the girls in his preschool. Apparently, I don't know what's happened, but the girls are, like, terrible, uh, at least in his preschool, which is a nice preschool, but the girls are all, like, bullies, I guess. <laughs> but he's a good kid, but terrible child. Yeah, yeah, no good, no good. You know, the more I talk about this vacation of mine, the the more I think uh, I'm uh, I won't make it. I, I, it's not a vacation at all. It's kind of just a, like a a formality, like. It's like I need to meet these people because I'm their Uncle Ryan, and uh, okay, 
and uh, hello, and 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 then I don't, I won't know how to interact with them. I don't know how to behave around them. Um, but uh, okay, so what are you doing this weekend then? Oh, this weekend, um, believe it or not, I'm actually going to drive back tomorrow after work, which which is similar, but uh, uh, back back home, back in Connecticut, just because on Saturday I got to go do a live. A fantasy baseball draft with a bunch of people I know from my previous work, and uh, uh, I'm doing I'm, so basically I'm doing 20 hours of driving just to do a live fantasy baseball draft. That's how much of a nerd I am. Uh, and well, wasn't there all this drama last time? <laughs> wasn't there like it was in some office building, and you went in, there was mad drama or something? What? Wasn't there mad drama last time? No, 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 this is not too bad. This is like uh, with my, you know, it's all like a court clerks and judges. There's a couple of judges and a bunch of lawyers. So it's fun. We have like a big luncheon and then we do this draft that lasts for hours and hours and hours. So I'm going to go just go. And is it in Hartford, Meriden, New Haven? No, no, it's in the, it's actually right. Yeah, you got it. It's in Meriden. It's, um, ah, it's right. uh, actually this guy, he, he was an attorney I, I, I met as a clerk in the Meriden uh, courthouse. He's now an elected representative. He's the same representative uh, for Meriden and uh, uh-huh. Craig Fishbein. And so he's going to do that, and there's like 12 of us. So he gets new people every year. It's kind of fun if you meet new people. Um and that's why I really good to go. Good kids. Uh, I feel like John Weeks is not the type of person who would say it's kind of fun to meet new people. <laughs> that was kind of phony. I didn't really mean it. I'm going because out of I'm really going out of commitment because you know I've done it for like the last six years, so I'm very much a creature of habit. So I'll, I'll be there because of that. Pretty much. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you know, literally the people I don't really even talk to. I talk to some of them, but yeah, you know, it's not even that. It's more like Craig's a good guy, so I I, I go because of that. You know, it's it's like a showing of friendship to Craig. He's a good kid. He's playing the old. Ad- He's a good kid. The, ad- the ad- Democrat. No, you know, he's a pro- you know he has Democrat leanings, but he's a Tea Partier. What? <laughs> what? He's weird. He's 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 a he's like a Tea Party guy, but he hates Trump. So it's uh, he's got Democratic leaning. He's very independent minded. That's what I would say. Oh, he sounds psychotic. But he's a Republican. Okay. He's, he is actually. He, he's uh, <laughs> he is somewhat psychotic. <laughs> uh, well, this whole. Creature of habit thing, man. Like I, I told you, remember I read you that wedding invitation a few weeks ago, and uh, I've spent hours upon hours just thinking, like whether I should go to this wedding in Virginia or not in May. And I like, I'm at the point where I've thought about it so much that I think I need to see it through. Like I need to see the shit yeah. end. But pause that for a second, yeah. and we'll get back to it. You know what time it is. Oh, my God, it's a hot mess. Oh, the mess, come and get you. Oh, let the 
Fogarty with Poppin' Pringles, with Poppin' Pringles, Pringles, Pringles. Pringles. Hello. Hello. What's going on, Fogarty? Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. What are you you up to over there? I'm running around looking for my hot mess list. I had it and I can't find it. Oh, you better get them, Tommy boy. You better get them. I know. About them in two seconds, Tommy boy. I know. You get your cousin, Tommy. <laughs> Damn, what, what was it? Yeah, why don't we go from memory, or you make him up on the spot? Yeah, let me see yeah. here. Oh, Cat Frappio. Who? Oh, damn. What? I just did this by the Alzheimer's bus. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about, Tommy boy? This <laughs> 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 is... This isn't funny. This is really cray cray. Oh no. Oh no. Oh my god. <laughs> oh okay, I remember one. Maybe they'll come back to me now. Amber Rose. Okay, what he do? Amber Rose was being interviewed and she said that nobody'll have any idea of what a brilliant and smart man Wiz Khalifa is and it sort of changed her for men after that that she has to have a man who has a really good brain, which is why she's no longer dating athletes. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. Amber Rose went there. Uh Uh-huh. So she ain't be dating no more athletes because she said, (laughs) you know, it's not that they're all not dumb, but she said, can't really carry on a conversation. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and who is your second hot mess, if you remember? Oh, fuck, I guess it's me for not being able to remember the fucking hot messes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so the second hot ridiculous. mess is And who's your final wow. hot mess? <laughs> I guess What's it's my point? mother who can't even remember me at this point. Your motive? Ooh. Yeah, your I'm what? trying to figure out why somebody would do this to a Rolls Royce out my window. There's a oh. Rolls Royce that's like pearl and tangerine. Yeah. The hood oh. is all tangerine and the sides are all pearl. <laughs> and it's a convertible. And it's from Jersey. <laughs> That explains it all. (laughs) Yep. Oh, that's gross. That explains it. Yeah. That explains it. This is really... And they were good hot messes, too. Ah, Oh, my God. Maybe they'll come back to you during the jokes. You guys lubed up and ready to joke off? There we go. You know it. You know it. All right. Bye. Um, <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> the city of Seattle is suing the Trump administration over its threat to cut funding from sanctuary cities, and Donald Trump is suing Seattle because of the rain. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. But he's going to make the rain, rain worse with all those, you know, getting rid of those bad regulations that hurt jobs. Ooh. Yep. Ooh. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two former members of Governor Chris Christie's administration were sentenced this week to prison sentences for their involvement in the Bridgegate scandal making Chris Christie the biggest piece of shit since John Weeks finally exploded after eating that quarter pounder. <laughs> I don't know what that noise is. I don't know what the hell sounds like a toilet. What, what the hell's going on over there? <laughs> oh my god, he's still going. He's still going. What? <laughs> oh my god, goodness. <laughs> A new study shows 62% of Americans are happy Republicans failed at repealing and replacing Obamacare, which just goes to show you, if you spend seven years on foreplay, you're never going to ejaculate. Yeah, that's right. Right on time. Right on time, you ejaculate. Bill O'Reilly's job may be in jeopardy this week after making disparaging comments regarding Congresswoman Maxine Waters' appearance, to which MSNBC said, hmm, well, we were looking for someone to replace Rachel Maddow anyway. because <laughs> <laughs> the wow. whole uh, tax return thing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All the, to continue the theme that I seem to be on this evening... All the toilet paper and restrooms in the Temple of Heaven Park in Beijing are now locked and dispensed by six machines that rely on facial recognition software to make sure that no one takes more than their share, according to the New York Times. I knew they couldn't drive, but I ain't never realized they can't wipe that ass. (laughs) Oh. Oh, why you no more give me paper? Oh. Why you no more give me paper? Oh. Get a very, very stinky. <laughs> got, the, got the dingular berries. Got the oh. dingular berries. <laughs> <laughs> Pornhub deactivated all general sexual content on its site for 24 hours during International Women's Day, to which Republican senators said, holy shit, now this is what I've been missing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was hoping for that noise. (laughs) Weak. Weeks, 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 can you do that noise one more time? Sure. Wow, that's it? 
That's it. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Christy Yamaguchi tweeted at her old friend Nancy Kerrigan by saying, so excited for you. Can't wait to see you grace that ballroom floor and break a leg. <laughs> to which Kerrigan replied, why? 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 Oh, a Mexican bullfighter was scored so hard this week that he needs his rectum reconstructed. He should have put that tampon up the front of his butt. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's going up the butt. He's going up the butt. <laughs> Why does he got a tampon? <laughs> Don't all bullfighters carry tampons? What? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that right up the front of your butt. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Police arrested a Virginia man named Jeremy Pittman, who was dressed as the Joker on Friday, as the state's strict mask law bars almost anyone from hiding their face in public. The law was passed in an effort to make sure that Sia never performs in Virginia. <laughs> one, two, three, one, two, three, drink. One, two, three, one, two, three, drink. One, two, three, one, two, three, drink. Don't get to lose count. From the chandelier, from the chandelier. <laughs> that sounded good. One, two, three. Officials in Puerto Rico have confiscated forty thousand condoms purported to be uh, to 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 contain cyanide, arsenic, mercury, lead, urine, and rat droppings. Damn, son, usually I don't add the urine and rat feces till just before I slide that bad boy on. Oh, man. <laughs> rat droppings. <laughs> yup. Who's fucking rats? I don't know. You got to go to Puerto Rico to find out. Oh, man. Oh, man. Why? <laughs> Anatomy and physiology teacher Sarah Falk was arrested this week after she allegedly had a relationship with her 17 year old student. Here's a whole new meeting to the hands on approach, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I like that. Especially with credit. anatomy, yeah, yeah. Texas executed 44-year-old Roland Ruiz Tuesday after he accepted $2,000 to murder a woman. His last words were, 
I really wanted that TV. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> One Direction's Liam Payne has been tweeting this week about how difficult it is to get his newborn baby to fall asleep. Well, yeah, when the lullaby you sing is, baby, you light up my life like nobody else. The way that you flip your head gets me over. But when you smile at the ground, it ain't hard to tell. Oh, 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 oh. You don't know you're beautiful. Oh, oh, oh. You don't know you're beautiful. <laughs> Very nice, very nice. Hard to sleep to that. What? <laughs> Weeks? The White House announced this week that Jared Kushner has been appointed to lead his Office of American Innovation. Well, as long as it's not Jared Fogel. Oh, Lord. Fogarty. <laughs> really? Eminem's daughter, Haley Mathers, graduated with honors from Chippewa Valley High School in Clinton Township, Michigan, earning the Academic Excellence Award. She thanked her parents, Marshall and Kim Mathers, for all they had done for her. Then she said, lock my mom up in a trunk and throw her off the fucking bridge. (laughs) Yes. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Stick me on this, bitch. (laughs) I got your six miles and a mule. Six? That was eight. Close us out, Wikimon. Yes, sir. In a new song, Kendrick Lamar raps, Donald Trump is a chump. Know how we feel, punk. Tell them that God's coming and Russia need a replay button. Y'all up to something. Electoral votes simply memorial votes, but America's truth ain't ignoring the votes. In his latest mixtape dish response, Trump says, Kendrick Lamar is very, very gross. Shot sell albums is disaster and a tremendous loser. Just sad. <laughs> sad. <laughs> yeah. Things are going to get Oh, yeah. Oh, great one. This is a great one. Yeah, look at that brass section. Oh, yeah. child, things are going to get easier. <laughs> oh, child, things are going to get better. Oh my god. What the hell? Are you okay? Are you okay? I am now. That's what you're supposed to do when you feel like you're having a heart attack. Oh god. Oh boy. I'm fine you, need now. Call, you need us to call 911? I'm fine now. No, you could call 611. All right. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go call uh, Danny Thomas's friend under the glass coffee table. Thank you so much, Sire. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> oh, 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 I remembered oh. one of the one of the, the hot messes. 
Yes, what was Fucking it? people yeah, flipping their gizzard over being on a first people flipping their gizzard over being on a first date with a son of a bitch who uses a Groupon. Shut the fuck up. You ain't paying for it. <laughs> oh. Maybe you just want to see if you a gold digger or not. Because yeah, if you find him paying with a Groupon, he may have millions of dollars you don't know about. That's right. He just testing you, your ass. You don't want to commit to a, a like a, a a dinner on the because there's gonna be like a drinks and dinner. It's gonna cost you a hundred bucks on someone you don't even know if you like. So what get you, the group. Goddamn right, I'm using a coupon if I got one. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. Amen. Bitch, you ain't putting mm-hmm. out for it. <laughs> you ain't putting out for it. <laughs> you got nope, that right. Nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Good, all right, sire. Good night, sire, man. Okay. Ciao, Dali. Easy, man. Bye, bye, man. Good night, Tom. <laughs> Good night. All right, Tom Fogarty, the wizard, the wizard, the wizard. Um, so uh, uh, weeks. I got to tell you, we got to end right on time tonight. But to to before we get to our our closing arguments, I just wanted to um, uh, continue the story that. Uh, uh, I think that this wedding is going to be such a disaster that I need I I so part of me feels like I just need to see it it end right so I need to actually be there and then another part of me feels like I physically because of the trauma that weddings have caused me over the last several years I physically find it difficult to say no I cannot yeah. imagine saying no. Like it's not, it's almost right. not in me. So, what do you think? Right. What do you think I should do here? Because I'm thinking I'm going to see it through, but I also think it's going to be awful. I think, well, nothing will ever be as awful as what we went through in that wedding with the, our good friend Jesus or that bachelor party. But I think, I think what you're <laughs> doing is, which is the complete opposite of me at this point, is a. Uh, I think you're looking for some kind of normalcy, and you're never going to find something that ever brings that back for you, you know, in these weddings. But I think you're, you're, you're more hopeful in that you're trying to find it. You're seeking it. And you might find something. You might find some elements that give you hope. I've given up all hope. I might be the booze-dumped alcoholic that's given up and is out on the street. You're, like, you're hopeful. I think you're, you're, you're looking for something that – you know, bring something back to your life that you lost that day at Jesus' wedding. I think that's, uh, you know, it's, I think you got to go. Because one day you might find it. And at one of these events, you might find it. And, uh, you know, I think you got to do it. I think just go. It'll be okay. Hopefully it'll, it'll, it'll be better than Jesus' wedding. And, uh, you know, it, you might actually enjoy some part of it. And, you know, <laughs> and, and actually, I think you've, you've grown such a database of uh, weddings. I'm telling you, you need to write that book. Yeah. You can yeah, write the I, book I on the perfect, perfect wedding. You can write the book. You can write it. <laughs> and I was thinking about that today. Like, Jesus Christ, I haven't written that fucking book yet. I got to get on it. I've written like. I want that book. One... I want it. <laughs> I've written like one chapter and was so horrified because it was about the bachelor party in Atlantic City. Uh, and then I just stopped writing. But anyway, what's your favorite scene in She's a Man, Man, Peter Man, Debane, Man, Man? My favorite scene in She's a Man, Man, Peter Man, Debane, Man, and this is a repeat. Uh, I think I did this like a year ago. When mm-hmm. the Man of Bane plays an old sheriff 
one of my favorite films, and she's Ed Tom Bell, and here's the scene. Mm-hmm. He's talking to his wife. How'd you sleep, Ed Tom? Well, I don't know. I had, had some dreams. Well, you got time for them now. Anything interesting? They always is to the party concern. Polite. All right, then. Two of them. Both have my father in them. It's peculiar. I'm older now than he ever was by about 20 years. So, in a sense, he's the younger man. Anyway, first one I don't remember too well. But it was something about meeting him in town somewhere. He was going to give me some money. I think I lost it. The second one, it was like we was both back in older times. And I was on horseback going through the mountains of a night. Going through this pass in the mountains. It was cold and there was snow on the ground. And he rode past me and he kept on going. Never said nothing going by. He just rode on past. And he had his blanket wrapped around him and his head down. And when he rode past, I seen he was carrying some fire in a horn, the way people used to do. And I could see the horn from the light inside of it, about the color of the moon. And in the dream, I knew that he was going on ahead, and he was fixing to make a fire somewhere out there, and all that dark and all that cold. And I knew that whenever I got there, he would be there. And then I woke up. And that's my favorite scene. And she's the main man for Jermaine the fan fan. Yes. Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you. That was really good. That was. I think that might be your best. I think that's your best uh, rendition of that, and I think that might be your best. Uh, I really felt that. That was great. Thank you, thank you. I, uh, that scene is uh, uh, you know, had a huge impact. Man, I love that scene. It's just uh, in that movie, uh, No Country for Old Men, is uh, one of my favorites. Very serving. I like it. But uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, sir. What's your favorite scene? See the main man, Jermaine Bainsman. Well, my favorite scene is she's my man, Peter Amanda Bain's main is uh, not not from No Country for Old Men, but it's from um, uh, she's my main colon precious based on a novel pushed by Sapphire uh, hyphen uh, Reservoir Dogs, and she plays this guy named Mister Brown, and uh, she says, mm-hmm. "Let me tell you what I think Like a Virgin's about. It's about some cool, you know. I don't know if these are racial slurs or not, so I'm not going to say some of these." <laughs> it's about some floozy who's a regular fuck machine. I'm talking morning, day, night, afternoon. Dick, 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 dick. Then one day she meets this John Holmes motherfucker, and it's like, whoa, baby, this cat is like Charles Bronson in The Great Escape. He's digging tunnels. Now she's getting this serious dick action, and she's feeling something she ain't felt since forever. Pain. Pain. It hurts. It hurts her. It shouldn't hurt her. Her pussy should be bubble yum by now. But when this cat fucks her, it hurts. It hurts just like it did the first time. You see, the pain is reminding a fuck machine what it was once like to be a virgin, hence like a virgin, and that's my favorite scene. And she's my my picture, my bang, bang, bang. Thank you, thank you, that was great because it brought me back to the movie, it brought me back to that uh, dialogue. And the funny thing is, I just watched uh, Hateful Eight by uh, with Tim Tarantino directing, and uh, actually, it falls right in line with that. He did a very good job because it uh, it has like a you know, humor 
uh, tone to it in a very serious kind of nature in some ways because you know the you know the, the plot and everything like that in Reservoir Dogs. Very good job, phenomenal. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The issue thank with you. Hateful Eight though is that it's very very boring. <laughs> it is boring and it's so. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I liked it, but I didn't. I, I'm very mixed yeah. on it. It's, I mean, it's, I, I, I don't know. I, I think the acting was good. I think I like anything that Tarantino does, but this was just really boring. But I liked it, but it was boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Boring, yeah. but yeah. not bad. <laughs> All right. I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence, and if you have that Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that mother sucker? You're going to pop her head off, take her two mm-hmm. eyes out, put your fingers in her eyes and her mouth, and you're going to go, go on bowling, because you got a bowling ball now. <laughs> that was a bit bizarre. I just thought of that one on the supply right there. <laughs> Bully, who, who doesn't like this? No response. <laughs> good night, weeks. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.